Fishing for a show aimed at the outdoor enthusiast? Tune in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, Saturday at 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on Rural Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 147, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops. If you love fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors and want to make it even better, you're in the right place with host Rob Keck. Your adventure starts right here. Good morning and welcome and thanks for tuning into Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops, where truly your adventure starts right here. I'm Rob Keck, your host, and what an outstanding show we have for you today. And we're going to be checking in with the world's best all-around competitive shooter, Doug Koenig, and the TV host, seen on Outdoor Channel, the host of Zona's Awesome Fishing, Mark Zona. Well, we look forward to both of them joining us here shortly, but before we meet today's guests, I want to say that there's no better way than uh, to, to self-isolate away from this coronavirus than to maybe cast a crankbait along some structure of your favorite bass pond or lake or or maybe watch your child's bobber go under the tug of a two-pound crappie or catfish. Uh, you know, there's lots of fun out there yet. For me, over the last few weeks, it's been a thrill right here at home to see each of my grandkids just sort of jump at the excitement of a of a gobbler when he point-blank gobbles at the call. And uh, that old long beard, well, we had one sneak right up behind us, and I can tell you, it was a thrill. And... Uh, then it was really cool. They were able to tell us about the hunt, social distance around the fire pit that evening. Folks, this is a time for those of us who cherish the great outdoors to make memories with our immediate family. And you know, if there's a silver lining, and I've shared this uh, the last couple weeks, uh, to be found in this coronavirus crisis, is that families will spend quality time with one another, find the love of one another maybe more than ever before, and, and become closer-knit as a family unit, and we know, heaven knows, our country needs strong families, families that play together and work together and, and share a stronger bond than ever before. We continue to to lift up in prayer our, our health care professionals and all those that are on the front lines of this pandemic. We pray for our first responders, our firefighters, our law enforcement, National Guard, and, and all those that are on the front lines keeping us safe. Well, as you know, each state has its own unique restrictions as it relates to outdoor recreational activities. And, uh, you know, I've mentioned in the past and it still continues. Florida's an example. Restrictions coming, uh, into the state just to drive in from the north, uh, and, uh, limitations on boat ramps and access. But hunting is still going on. It's still permitted. Uh, and there's some places, of course, that have limited uh, access. States like Ohio, Idaho, Nebraska, and now Kansas have temporarily closed the sale of non-resident turkey hunting licenses, limiting turkey hunting to residents only in those states. States like Illinois, they've closed wildlife management areas. Or states like Pennsylvania have closed public shooting ranges on state-owned lands. Well, I want you to check closely. If you want to get into those activities uh, in the great outdoors that we all love to get the most up-to-date temporary regulation changes, because there has been some. And as Secretary of Agriculture, Sonny Perdue, has told me, he continues to say there's no better way to practice social distancing than to go turkey hunting or bass fishing. And, you know, I continue to take his advice. So if you plan to get out, plan on social distancing in the great outdoors, and and I hope you take advantage of that and let me tell you, you're looking, uh, if you're looking for that new special turkey call or turkey decoy or a topwater bass bait or maybe a new Johnny Marsh rod reel combination, a new boat, kayak, tracker, off-road or more, you're going to find the very latest at the very best prices at Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. And look, shop now for all of your needs for those activities close to home or beyond. Many of our stores are open and uh, some offer curbside pickup, but you can always shop online or select from our spring catalogs. Check us out online at BassPro.com or Cabela's.com. Well, folks, in this week's show, to get us started, we're talking with an icon of the bass fishing world. He's a man who vows to never take himself too seriously, but also strives to capture the real-life fishing adventures for his viewers. Mark Zona is the host of Zona's Awesome Fishing Show, which airs on Outdoor Channel. And if it swims, chances are that Mark Zona knows how to catch it. And Zona, well, 
We just simply refer to him as Z, and it's known that way throughout the fishing world. He's been fooling fish with a rod and reel ever since he was old enough to walk. I want you to welcome back the man who's angling insight. His resilient personality, spontaneous humor made him one of the most recognizable faces in outdoor television today. A fellow member of the Bass Pro Team, my good friend, Mark Zona. Z, welcome back to Outdoor World. Rob, as always, great to, uh, you know, it's, it's really strange. It's a, it's a hard time in our, in our country right now, certainly. And to, uh, to just hear you talk about, about a gobbler walking up behind you it, uh, to, to just put that vision, uh, in my head has, was a, uh, it, it was a welcome voice. It was a needed voice right now, Rob. Oh, I'll tell you what, it was so much fun. I was with my granddaughter, Caden, she's 10 and that gobbler, there was two of them snuck up behind, never said a word. And they gobbled at about 20 yards. And let me tell you, we both jumped. Well, look, that I gotta is, ask you, that is what it's about. That's what I it's gotta about. ask you. How are you and your family? Healthy? And I've got to ask because, you know, Michigan, especially Detroit, having been hit so hard with COVID-19. How about you guys? Y'all okay? We're good. You know, we're good. We, uh, we you know, um, fortunately, we kind of, you know, we live out in the country and uh, I really have practiced being, you know, safe. And, and number number two, practice being smart throughout this this whole situation. Um and it's been it's been quality family time. There's no there's no doubt about it. I can I can tell you I've become really good at Yahtzee. <laughs> Look, my wife has been taking me on in Scrabble, and she just cleans my clock almost every time. And you know, it's been been sort of cool to be able to spend special time time. I mean, this time of year, I'm not home typically, just as you and. Uh, so, you know, looking at the travel restrictions, sheltering requests, the governor, what the heck are you doing besides playing Yahtzee? I'll be honest with you. It, the, with the restrictions that have been put on us, um, besides going to, to get food, I'm, I'm dead serious. Besides going to get food with our restrictions in this state, um, that, that's it. I can, I can basically go out of, yeah, I'm not, Obviously, I'm not. I'm not taping uh, right now. We we were fortunate and lucky enough to get a uh, couple shows shot two weeks ago. Uh, but but there is the with the restrictions that we're currently facing, um, there there's not a lot to do. I, I don't yeah. know how else to phrase that. Yeah, no, I got you on that. Well, look, we got a lot to talk about. We got to take our first break here, and uh, we're going to move to that break. We return. Going to continue our conversation with Z right here. And uh, there's a lot more coming right up. I'm Rob Keck, your host here on Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. Be right back. You know it takes the right habitat to conserve and grow healthy wildlife populations. At Pheasants Forever and Quail Forever, we're committed to helping landowners voluntarily protect land and wildlife habitat forever. Benefits here go beyond protecting habitat for upland birds and wildlife. Native grasslands protect soil, provide valuable resources for the ranching community, and serve as a natural filter to enhance water quality for all. We need your help to protect America's grasslands for future generations. Creating and leaving a legacy is within your reach. At Pheasants Forever and Quail Forever, we're here to help you make a difference. Healthy habitat and abundant wildlife. Build it today to last forever. To learn more about how you can help us protect America's uplands, please visit us at pheasantsforever.org legacy. Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. And welcome back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. If you've just tuned in, we're visiting with the host of Zona's Awesome Fishing, the Z himself, Mark Zona. All right, what's all this that the state of Michigan, uh, You can a person can launch a kayak or a canoe, but not a motorboat. Is that really true? That is 100% fact. Get um, out of here. If, 
I, I know it, uh, it is bad. And, and I'm not saying this from a, from a, a selfish standpoint. It's not just fishing. You can't, you can't ride a motorcycle. You can't, I, I don't know what this means. You can't buy a garden hose right now to, if you want to plant a garden, um, the restrictions that were laid upon us when it passed, I was staggered because, you know, I, to me, the, the, to, no, no, not to me, to every one of your, your listeners for the last decade, the place to be, especially in the situation this country is in, is in the outdoors. It's, it's on a boat with either you're alone to keep your sanity, which I'm shaky right now, um, <laughs> or, or, or with your children. And, yeah. uh, and here's the biggest thing, common sense, common sense truly has been lost. And, and, and I got to talk to you a little bit about this. Um, a lot of, a lot of times when you talk about conservation and Rob, I've heard you and, and Johnny Morris throughout the years, so many dinners that I've been to and, and listen to speeches, you, you, you have a tendency to selfishly myself, you say, Oh, that won't happen to me. <laughs> but when you get stripped, when you get stripped of your rights to go into the outdoors, into your boat alone, um, it is a sobering and very awakening feeling. What is? And, you know, I look around the country. I mean, it's not just limited to Michigan. You know, when I see boat ramps that are closed, public boat ramps, hike, hiking trails on, on public lands being closed, I mean, it's like, wait a minute. Uh, you know, I talked to one game and fish uh uh, agency and and by the way, the conservation team. We've been talking with all the state fish and wildlife agency directors, asking them to get with their governors to you know try to keep these public lands open. You know, I told one uh, a DNR board chairman. I said, "Look, why don't you just allow? If you've got a problem with some of these folks that you know have gathered for parties at boat on on the lake at boat ramps, what have you? Why don't you allow those that have a valid fishing license or a valid hunting license to have that kind of access because they don't want a crowd and you know it's just like where has common sense gone with some of this stuff i mean i think we the people in some places uh you know we've been taken advantage of our rights have been taken away in some of these areas uh, well a hundred percent and i guess you know, what you say to yourself is, uh, number one is, is when, hopefully when this clears sooner rather than later. Sure. Um, is to get out, for us to get out in the outdoors smart, safely. Um, but, but you have to look forward. And I'm, I'm, I'm Rob, doggone it. You know me, man. I am not a, <laughs> I am not a political individual. I'm not. It, it's look. not. This show this isn't is about everybody. politics at this, all. Yeah. Th this is for everybody. You better darn well know your local and state as good as much as we care uh, about national uh, uh, the president of the United States. You better really look local and state wise, because that is what I have learned. And us uh, as fishermen, as hunters, as as pure outdoorsmen really need to become one in this looking forward uh, from this day on or, 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 or this will happen to you again. Yes. Well, look, let me tell you something. Uh, we're not going to tell anybody how to vote on this show. That's we're not about that. It's not Republican. It's not Democrat. It's, it's everybody. It's American, right. but you know, in looking through voting records, let's say the last presidential election or the 2018 election, we've got good hard data that hunters and anglers don't vote. We are not a reliable voting block. And, uh, you know, I look at, at one state in particular, uh, state I grew up in and, you know, they got 1.4 million hunters and anglers. And can you imagine that, uh, there were, uh, almost 200,000 that didn't even register to vote in an election. Yeah. I mean, we've got to get people registered. We've got to get people registered to vote. And then you vote your conscience. You vote, you know, what it is that, uh, 
that you feel is important to this country. So we've got a big job ahead of us. And, uh, you know, God love these people that are spending so much time here in the front lines, our first responders and, you know, the medical professionals. And, you know, you came out with a video here before we take this next break, uh, just, just this past week. I love the video piece you did with the Bass Pro Shops. And on that video, you tell what people can do. Why don't you share with our listeners what you would like them to do, Z? You know, the best thing to do is, is like I said, the, the place to be is in the outdoors. I think that's the safest place to be right now. And, and I plead with anybody to call the governor's office up in Lansing and just leave a message. Just leave a message. Can we please have our hunting and fishing rights back as soon as possible up here? Uh, because... I'll be honest with you, Rob. I'm turning into Jack Nicholson from The Shining. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh, me. Well, you know, you mentioned you've, you've had trouble now. I mean, if you can't get out in a boat in Michigan uh, and you film fishing shows from that boat, uh, what has it done to you? Are, you? are you fishing from the bank or you're not fishing at all? I'm not fishing at all. I'm abiding by what right now, what the regulations are. Uh, hopefully, like everybody else's, where this can um, rectify itself quickly. I mean, Rob, I'm not joking when I say this. If you mow lawns for a living alone, you are not allowed to mow lawns in this state right now. I, I mean, it, it. like I said, it common sense in not just the fishing and hunting realm here in Michigan, a lot of common sense uh, is gone. It's gone. Yeah. Well, hopefully this is going to pass as soon. And, uh, you know, I know our world's not going to be quite the same as it was before, well, back in January. And, uh, boy, we've got a big job ahead of us to get this country right back to work. I mean, people wanting to work, people needing to work. And, uh, anyway, it's going to take us to our next break. We return, going to continue our discussion with Z. This and a whole lot more coming right up. And I'm Rob Keck, your host here on Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. Thanks for joining us. And we will be right back. Sirius XM's Rural Radio, your gateway to the rural lifestyle. This is Rob Keck, host of Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, with the latest information about hunting, fishing, and more. This is Janet Atkinson, host of FFA Today, your in-depth look at the nation's premier youth organization. Get connected with Real Ag Radio. This is Sean Haney. We'll talk markets, agronomy, machinery, and cover the real-time issues affecting farmers and ranchers in all of North America. Rural Radio, Sirius XM 147, or listen on the Sirius XM app. In 1912, Theodore Roosevelt said, There can be no greater issue than that of conservation in this country. More than a century later, his statement has never been more meaningful. The Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership promotes Roosevelt's commitment to the sporting life by guaranteeing that all Americans have quality places to hunt and fish. Visit trcp.org to learn more and take action. Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. And welcome back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. Thanks for joining us. You've just tuned in. We're talking with the host of Zona's Awesome Fishing, an awesome guy himself, Mark Zona. Zia, if it swims, you've caught it. Having fish for everything that lives in water, what is your favorite fish to go after? Oh, boy. I You know, I'm, I would say I'm... Smallmouth are number one, man. That is, um, you know, that's that is why I. Besides my kids going to Michigan State, I live in this state because of smallmouth. That's uh, that is why I lived. Uh, you know, I moved here thirty years ago. Um, and next to that, if if I could, if I could slip down to the Keys or 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 down to Marco Island and catch a bull shark o- over holiday break, even better. So, I love it. All right, you're talking smallmouth. All right, give us a smallmouth bass fishing tip for the month of april you know we got a lot of listeners out there that uh you know they've they've got their johnny morris uh rod reel combination ready but they're looking for that tip that's gonna land that big one give us something you know what's interesting about smallmouth and this is gonna sound crazy smallmouth is a lot like like a white-tailed deer um it wants to be it wants to always be near that dinner table but it wants cover close by where it can where it can seek refuge and then feed this time of year look for the biggest 
flats on a lake, what, no matter what body of water you're on, look for the biggest flats and find the isolated cover. And when you find isolated cover uh, on a big flat, what you have found is a smallmouth refuge that he can go to as frequently as he needs to and feed and then find refuge. Isolated cover on flats is key. What is it about smallmouth that trips your trigger? I mean, you moved from where you grew up to Michigan to go after smallmouth. I mean, obviously, there's something there that's uh, pretty special to you. Uh, they're generally, Rob, you know this, they're, they're a pissed off fish. They, they are. They, they wake up in a bad mood, and they they and the other great thing about a smallmouth is, um, he wants to go toe to toe with you when when you hook him. But the great thing about a smallmouth to me, he's as close to a saltwater fish as you could find in freshwater. Um, the way the way he uh, he bites, the way he fights, and the other side is he he is a, a velociraptor man. He's a pack hunter. Um, that feeds with his buddies. So generally, when you find one, you found a bunch of his friends. Yeah. You know, growing up in Pennsylvania, where I did down southeastern, south-central Pennsylvania, you know, a lot of those trout streams, the larger branches uh, had smallmouth in them. And, you know, you were used to, you know, maybe catching a, a trout on a muddler minute, and all of a sudden, man, something different was on that streamer. And, uh broke water and it's like you instantly knew you had a small mouth i mean fight like you said uh well like no trout can fight and uh, it, it, it's amazing it really just, is I, I just listen to you gosh listening to you talk about that i remember the very first one i caught uh on the lake behind me and, and hopefully we all we all can get back on the lakes in this state yeah yeah all right we got some bass fishermen, largemouth bass fishermen, and uh, maybe they've been stumped. Maybe they haven't been able to take, you know, they're looking for maybe a an eight. Some of these farm ponds around here have some 10-plus pounders in it. Give us a tip for catching a big bass in April. You know, gosh, I taped a show with Bass Pro Shop's own Martin Truex in a pond. We actually fished a pond in uh in central Arkansas, and here's the one tip I can give you. Fish those dark bottom bays in April. Those dark bottom bays, you know, where lily pads are first to grow. Those dark bottom bays, and, and, and this is amazing, a, a big largemouth can feel a spike in water temperature, one to two degrees. That's the area that's going to warm fastest. Wherever that, that bottom is dark and collects heat from the sun, to me, that's where the biggest largemouth will be, and that's exactly where Truex and I found them. Yeah, good. How big? <laughs> they were big, man. They were big. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants to know how big they are. <laughs> they, they were they were all legitimate six to eight pounders, but if if he looked at me and said, "Hey, this has been the best bass fishing day I've ever had." Um, can I please come tape with you right here again next year? And then, <laughs> and then of all people, Johnny Morris brought it up. He said, man, I saw you and Truex had a, had a heck of a fishing outing. I appreciate the phone call I never got from you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I know you were much like Roland Martin and Jimmy Houston in that you not only bass fish, but you're a dang turkey junkie. What does the turkey season look like for Z? You know, it, we, it, <laughs> I could say I've never been as prepared and excited for it to start. Uh, my boys and I, my twin boys are 20 years old. They're, they're 20 years old and, and we'll, uh, we have to stay local. Um, that's smart. That's, that's being smart. It's being safe. Um, we're going to stay right around the house and, and going off of my deer hunting season and looking, uh, at the crop that we have out there this year, um, we're ready because I, 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 oh boy, dear, I say this, I feel like this year the odds are in our favor. Here's the one thing I can tell you. We definitely have time to do it this year. <laughs> boy, don't, don't we all, 
You know, I've been able to take more local people turkey hunting this year than I ever have because typically I'm not here in, in, in South Carolina. I'm off at, you know, like, you know, I'd be at the Kansas governor's hunt and, uh, you know, Virginia old dominion hunt or, you know, have been in Alabama at the governor's hunt. And, you know, it's been sort of fun taking some people that they've always asked, wanted to go and just couldn't do it. All right. You got one special call. What's going to be your ace in the hole to make that big gobbler come in to the gun? Oh, man. Oh, come on. I, my, Rob, my problem is you know me, and I'm naturally, um, and I've asked you turkey hunting tips several different times. My problem <laughs> is when I get a gallon of coffee in me, my problem <laughs> is I tend to overcall just because of my hyperness. <laughs> I Look, mean, there's no- in, in, in all honesty, the main thing I'm going to work on this year Tone it down, Jack. Just tone it down. <laughs> Look, there's times you need to keep it up, though, too. Look, I, I will. I will tell you if they are responding to that, we, we got no problem. <laughs> well, look, we're just about out of time. Just have one minute left during this time of families isolating, being together, uh, maybe like never before, what would be your greatest hope to come out of this closeness that we're experiencing right now? You know, I'll be, I've thought about it a lot and I mean this, um, I've been fortunate to be around a lot of the leaders, the voices in this industry for conservation. And I'm not going to lie. I've taken it for granted. Um, that's a fact, Rob, Mm -hmm. uh, leaders like you, Johnny, uh, all the way across the board into bass fishing, guys like Ray Scott that have fought for conservation for decades and decades. Um, I'm going to pay a lot more attention to that the rest of my life and be at your side uh, way more so than I have. Because like I said, beginning of this interview, um, when your rights get taken away to be in the field, to be on the water, um, boy, it's sobering and, uh, that's what I hope comes from this, that the hunting and fishing community uh, is one, is one. Well said, buddy. You're awesome. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for what you do for the great outdoors and the example that you set. Look, now be safe, be healthy, good fishing, good goblin. We'll be talking to you soon. Folks, we're returning. Going to be meeting up with the world's best all-around shooter, Doug Koenig. This and a whole lot more coming right up. And I'm Rob Keck, your host, and you're listening to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. And we will be right back. We all have it. Whether it was passed down from our fathers or grandfathers, we knew it was there, inside us. That need, that longing to walk among the wild. But it's more than just our love of the outdoors that keeps us coming back. It's knowing we serve a purpose, to give more than we take that we're here to carry on a legacy and become stewards of our wildlife. This place embodies that legacy with over a mile and a half of walkable trails and 35,000 live fish, mammals, reptiles, amphibians, and birds to teach and inspire. Stop and you'll feel it. Listen and you'll hear it. Asking you to share the wonder the Wonders of Wildlife National Museum and Aquarium. Share the wonder. Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. And welcome back to the second half hour of Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. And we're privileged today to have with us a living legend. And I've got to ask, what does it take to be a world champion? What does it take to be a major champion over a long period of time for for many years? Well, one could ask Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, or maybe Jack Nicklaus. Well, today, we'll ask that question to the world's best all-around competitive shooter, Doug Koenig. Well, Doug's won the prestigious Bianchi Cup an unprecedented 19 times. In fact, it may have been more than that. I uh, We're going to catch up with him here in a second. And he's a member of the Redhead Pro Hunting Team. He hosts his own television show that airs on the Pursuit Channel. And he's certainly been with us before here on Outdoor World. So please make welcome the world's best all-around competitive shooter, Doug Koenig. Doug, welcome back to Outdoor World. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for having me. I always enjoy uh, our conversations on and off the air. Well, 
lots to talk about, lots happening out there. And, uh, you know, we're living in a different world. It's uh, sort of uncharted waters in, in the great outdoors. So, you know, first of all, just how the heck are you doing? How are you and your family? Well, doing well. Everybody, you know, knock on wood is uh, healthy um, and adjusting to, you know, um, you know, being at home and, and doing the right thing and not traveling out and things like that. But, uh, you know, it's it's definitely a different world. And, and for me, as an athlete, it, it's a weird time. You know, I mean, I'm just kind of coming off, you know, the beginning of show season. You know, we had SHOT Show and and a couple other trade shows. And, and for me, that's kind of the, my downtime, my, my, where I do a lot of my off season training and stuff. And right now I'm kind of in that same holding pattern. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I don't really have a match to prepare for. I mean, this time of year we're, we're mid April, we'll be getting ready for NRA show and I'd be getting ready, starting to train for the Bianchi cup, which would normally be the third week in May. And so I, I'd have a lot of stuff going on. I, I would have already probably shot four or five different matches. I've only shot one early uh, in uh, uh, February, uh, a precision rifle match. And so it's just odd to not, as an athlete, to have something that I'm directly preparing for. So I'm trying to use my time wisely. Uh, I'm, you know, working out at home in my home gym, working on all my equipment, still able to, uh, you know, my range is open. So getting to the range and and uh, just tweaking everything, get everything dialed in, because a lot of the matches that were supposed to happen here in the spring have been have been pushed to the, you know, I'm going to call it the fall, late summer, fall. So mm-hmm. essentially what the schedule looks like is I'm going to have a whole year's worth of matches in about two and a half months starting in wow. late August. So it's going to wow. be crazy. Well, you know, a lot of people don't realize that uh, you are an athlete. They don't look at competitive shooting as being maybe an athletic sport. And uh, just real quickly, what what kind of uh, routine exercise training are you going through to keep yourself on top for when, you know, when these competitive shoots begin? Well, you know, it's interesting. And you kind of in your opening when you talked about, you know, kind of who I am and what I've been doing over the long period of time. Well, it's kind of an interesting thing. You know, when I was in my late teens and early 20s and then 30s and 40s and now I'm. I'm in my early 50s. My training regimen has had to adjust and, and change. You know, back when you're a young man, you don't have to think as much about the athletic side of things because it kind of comes natural. We're young, we have a lot of energy, we can go, 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 and we don't need a lot of sleep. But now that I'm 51, going to be 52, I, I spend a lot of time in the gym, uh, staying in shape, working on my strength. And, and a lot of that's because too, you know, being a competitive shooter, people don't think about it, but you know, the, the recoil from shooting rifles, pistols, shotguns, it, uh, the way I attribute it, it's, it's like a boxer getting hit in the face, you know, mm-hmm. you had to get, you know, punched a couple, three times. Yeah, it's okay. But you get popped 500 times a night, it starts to hurt a little bit. You get that wear and tear on your body. Same with shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, if I go out, and do, you know, 200 draws and shoot 500 rounds. And I do that three, four times a week, that recoil, that effect, you know, breaks you down. So I spend my time kind of maintaining, building some strength and doing a lot of flexibility stuff and, and agility. And, and then I still run, you know, two to three times a week on top of the weight training, two days to three days a week. So it's, it's a full-time job, just keeping, uh, you know, this body, uh, you know, competitive. So when, when the green light hits this year, then I'm, I'm ready to roll. Yeah. Well, just switch gears, you know, with the increased demand sale of firearms, which I know looking uh, with the National Shooting Sports Foundation you know, has put out, I mean, there's been some near record sales, uh, of, of firearms, uh, through the NICS check that just, to you know, to, to sort of gauge all that. Where are people now, new shooters, where, where can they shoot? Are there places well, I, for them to go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it a lot depends on, obviously, where they live regionally, uh, what their state's doing. And, you know, again, outdoor ranges, private ranges, you know, obviously an indoor range is probably closed. And I'm not sure I'd want to be in an indoor range, you know, right now with the situation. Yeah. But but uh, I, I know where I live, 
Robin, you, you're from Pennsylvania, so you kind of know yep. the, the, the terrain. I hear people shooting every day around my house. So I know people have their own backstops and, and are doing some target shooting. And uh, like cool. I said, my range is open. Um, people are keeping social distancing and, and doing all the right things. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure for people in town and in some cities, it's got to be a real struggle to have a place to shoot. And the fact that we do have so many new gun owners and, and gun purchases over the last couple months, you know, it'd be nice for those folks to be able to get out and shoot and, Absolutely. and get familiar with their new firearms. Yeah. I mean, they, they have to, well, you know, what can sportsmen, do you have any thoughts on what sportsmen and women can do to help keep our public shooting ranges open? Well, I think, you know, obviously to, to follow the guidelines uh, that are put in front of them, but obviously when they do get there, the ones that are open to, to, have the social distancing and to do all the right things uh, when they're there. And then, you know, to get a hold of their, you know, communities and local governments to make sure that they can remain open and stay open because it is a necessary thing. I mean, just like the firearms companies and ammunition, I mean, it's a necessary thing we have to have to be able to, you know, uh, defend ourselves and, and safety and, everything that comes in contact with that. And, and, you know, and it just follows suit. You know, what I recommend to everybody, there's so much information online as far as, you know, guns, uh, safe gun handling, uh, uh, shooting drills, dry fire practice. But number one, you know, they, I want them to be extremely safe, learn how their firearm operates safely, you know, always the rules of safety, you know, never point a firearm, you know, in a direction you know, that you're not willing to destroy something, you know, uh, treat every firearm as if it was loaded. Even when you think or you're pretty sure it isn't, you still yep. have to always Absolutely. feel that it's loaded. And know, and know the first ways to check it. On a semi-automatic pistol, the first thing you do, keep the muzzle pointed safe direction, take the magazine out, rack the slide back, make sure visibly, make sure there's nothing in the chamber, lock the slide back, things like that. Just Get familiar with your firearm, whether it's your turkey gun, your concealed carry weapon, your home protection gun. Get from familiar with it, just like you do your vehicle. You wouldn't hop in somebody's car uh, and, and not have any idea where the shifter is or the you know turn signals right. or basic you know functions. Yeah. The firearm is no different. You should really yeah. you know get familiar with it. Yep. Let me stop you right there. We got to take uh, take our next break here, and folks, we will come back. We'll continue our visit with Doug, and it's all right here in Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. This is Rob Keck, and we will be right back. Today's hunters are facing some real challenges. Nationally, we lose six thousand acres of upland habitat every day. Hunter numbers are not keeping pace with population growth. Each of these puts our hunting lifestyle in danger. With your help, the National Wild Turkey Federation is tackling these challenges head on with its Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt initiative. Our volunteers have committed to increase wild turkey populations and protect our hunting heritage by improving 4 million acres of habitat, creating 1.5 million new hunters and opening half a million new acres to public hunting. Join the NWTF today to help make these bold goals a reality. Visit NWTF.org for more information and to find out how you can help protect our way of life. Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. And we are back. And thanks for tuning in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. And if you've just tuned in, we're privileged to have with us the man who's won the pre prestigious Bianchi Cup 19 times, my fellow Redhead Pro Hunter teammate, Doug Koenig. Doug, I know it cut you off right there at the end. You were talking about some really, really important safety features, uh, you know, in those handguns. I know that's something that, uh, you know, has been on top of the list of, of firearm purchases here in the last couple months. Anything else you wanted to add to that? Well, I just, again, I just wanted to really reiterate is is just be familiar with your firearm check the manual um 
be safe, you know, understand all the, all the safety tips and things like that. And just be familiar with it. You know, if you're going to, mm-hmm. if you're going to carry that handgun or firearm for personal protection, having it in your house, if it's not on your person, uh, I like to keep them in a lockbox uh, or a safe, something like that, especially without a doubt, if you've got children, you, you have to be super, super cognizant of that fact, you know, I'm fortunate now, you know, my boys, I've got a 22, 21, 15 year old. <laughs> they've been around firearms their whole life. They've hunted, they've competitively shot. They, they are very familiar and super safe. So my, the way I store my firearms may be different, completely different than a person who's got a three-year-old and a five-year-old and a nine-year-old who are not familiar with firearms and have not yep. had the experience, you absolutely have to be sure that if it's not on your person, that it is unloaded in a safe spot, even though you may need it for home protection, but you, you just have to be very diligent and smart because the last thing we want is any accidents at all. Well said. Well said. Take that to heart, folks. Uh, great, great information there. Great advice. Well, Doug, uh, you know, I understand that uh, the gun shops that are open, uh, I know there's a number of Bass Pro Shops, I think 83% of our stores are open. Uh, ammunition's just flying off the shelves, but uh, you've got an ammunition line with your name on it. Tell us about that. Yeah, this is something that I've been working on uh, almost three years now. We, we actually launched uh, the Koenig uh, Premium Ammunition. Uh, Canning Shooting Sports in August, and it's in Bass Pro Shop in Cabela's, and we're doing some also some online sales, and it's it, it's for that person that wants premium ammunition. You know, it's not going to be the cheapest stuff out there to shoot, but I, I guarantee it's going to be the most consistent, reliable, accurate ammunition on the planet. I mean, that's what it's built around. Uh, we use a a new bullet that I designed in conjunction with Hornady. It's a 110 grain uh, XTP version bullet and we've got a competition load and 38 super and nine millimeter and then we also have that same bullet in a defense load and nine millimeter and 38 super and again it's you are 100 percent correct ammunition has been flying off the shelves i know bass had just uh, put in a big order beginning of the week because they were completely out uh, in every <laughs> store and uh, it, it's crazy it's super crazy in this time uh, like I've never, ever seen it, you know, the ammunition disappearing as fast as it has. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. All right. We've got some listeners out there again, new shooters. What, what's the difference between premium ammunition, like the kind with your name on it, than maybe just, uh, other ammunition. What's that so, part? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's pretty simple. I mean, it, it really comes down to you get what you pay for. I mean, you get start out with quality brass, quality primers, quality pro, uh, propellants, and a really good bullet. You know, bu- you know. I guess the way I can explain it to maybe an archer is when they're buying a dozen arrows and they're getting them within you know a hundredth of a thousand straightness versus a lesser brand that might be ten thousand straightness, where you know they're not going to shoot as straight. Well, the bullets are the same if if they're not consistent in weight. They're not consistent in concentricity, and they're not consistent in bullet diameter. Then you lose accuracy. Same with the propellant. If it's not a high-quality propellant, and again, it costs money to create these great powders that are consistent in all temperatures, that have a specific burn rate, that are very accurate, clean burning, all these things, it's not cheap. You know, they're, the less expensive ammo you're going to find are typically a very uh, uh, inaccurate you know, lead bullet that might be coated or a jacketed bullet that's got a very thin jacket and the dimensions are not consistent. They might vary two or three thousandths over a lot of bullets and you're not going to get the accuracy that you're looking for there. And again, mm-hmm. you know, if you're just going out and you're you're just shooting at five and seven yards and you're just trying to hit a pie plate, it probably doesn't matter that much. But if you're one of those type of shooters that wants to see how good you are and you just want to have the best that you know it's going to go off every time and it's going to be super accurate and reliable and consistent in all conditions that's you know you kind of get what you pay for in that in that premium ammunition line yeah we've got about a minute and a half here and uh, before we take this next break just quickly give us a walkthrough of what you shoot 
how many rounds you shoot, and how many targets you shoot at in a given day? Well, you know, it does vary a lot because I shoot a lot of different disciplines. But when I'm getting ready for, let's just say, the Bianchi Cup, I'll shoot through the course of fire once or twice, which will be about 200 rounds per time. So I'll shoot anywhere from four to 500 rounds in a day. And I'll shoot, you know, targets varying from 10 to 50 yards. And we're, we're really shooting at uh, an, uh, a 10-inch or an 8-inch uh, 10 ring. And the center of that's got a four inch X ring. And that's really what I'm trying to hit every time. So, you know, the targets are small and we, you know, with a handgun, we're shooting out to 50 yards. So it, it, you know, it takes accuracy and we're doing that under pretty tight time limits. You know, uh, yeah. we might ha- have to draw and shoot a target one and one at 10 yards in three seconds and out to, you know, 50 yards. Uh, we might only have 10 seconds for a four shot string. So it, it happens pretty quick and uh at accurate small targets well look great information we got to take our final break of the show we return going to be picking up right where we left off with doug and you're listening to bass pro shops outdoor world this is rob keck and we will be right back we are the young minds that will shape tomorrow's world but today the world is in your hands what's your vision for the future since 1937, Ducks Unlimited has been the world leader in wetlands and waterfowl conservation, and we've had the same vision for the future for more than 75 years. A future with clean water, abundant wildlife, plenty of places to enjoy nature, and wetlands, sufficient to fill the skies with waterfowl today, tomorrow, and forever. Sure, there's still a whole lot of work to be done, but we know we can turn things around together because we are the next generation of DU conservationists. And with a little help from you, our future is looking really bright. Ducks Unlimited, working for conservation for generations to come. A public service from Ducks Unlimited. Back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World on Rural Radio, Sirius XM. And welcome back to our final segment of Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. And we're privileged to have with us Redhead Pro Hunter, Doug Caney. All right, Doug, what does it take to be a world champion over a long period of time, over a period of years? Well, I think it, it takes uh, absolute and total dedication um, in all phases of your life. You know, physical, mental, training, preparation with your equipment. Uh, you've got to be regimented in your practice on the range. Uh, you know, all those things. Uh, but I think the biggest thing, in, in my opinion, and I've, I've looked at athletes in other sports, I think you have to be the type of person that, it, that what I like to say, that it embraces the grind, that you like all that stuff. Like for me, I love training. I love working out. I love running. I love prepping my equipment. I love the time spent on the range you know, honing my skills and seeing how good I can get and what I can get out of my equipment and working with my Ruger pistols and rifles. And I think if you love that part of it, then when you get to the competition, it's, I guess the best analogy is it's, it's like doing your homework. You know, you study hard, do your homework. The tests are easy. Uh, I don't want to say the com- competitions are easy, but they sure go a lot better when you're prepared as opposed Absolutely. to if you're the type of person that's just looking to win and trying to do all the shortcuts and don't enjoy the road there, the prep, the grind, then you're not going to win very much. And even when you win, it's not going to be satisfying. You're not going to enjoy the ride. And to me, it's all about that grind. I love the grind. I love the day-to-day. I love working with you know my the companies, uh, Ruger and Leupold and Hornady and everybody that I work with and, and R&D and developing new products and that's all part of being a professional shooter is is i'm involved in all those phases and and to me i've got the dream job i mean it's i can't think of a better job in the universe uh for me uh i get to shoot and hunt for a living and you know and it's it's very stressful you know obviously because you are graded on performance yeah so yeah well look you know we talked about gun owners and a lot of them being with with handguns for self-protection but there's some new gun owners out there that uh, just purchased new turkey guns. What yeah. advice would you give them on sights, ammunition, distancing, and patterning that shotgun? 
Well, I'm still, I absolutely love using the red dots. I've got a loophole Delta Point Pro on my turkey gun. Uh, to me, it's, it's the ultimate because you can sight it in like a rifle and you pick your ammunition. I like to use my Hornady turkey loads, number four, and I, you know, zero it. I mean, I zero it at probably 35, 40 yards. I want to know exactly where that point of impact is. And then I'll check it out at 60 on a patterning board would be my maximum distance. And then I want to check it at 10 and 15 with that dot and where it is. And again, talking with the handguns, I'm no different with my turkey gun. I want to know everything about it. You know, if I've got a bird, you know, Tom comes in at 15 yards or 10 yards, I want to know right where I'm going to hold with that dot. And same thing if he's at it 35 or 40 yards. You have to know what your equipment's going to do for that moment. You may get you may get that one opportunity for the whole season. You know how it is in Pennsylvania. You may get that <laughs> one chance at a Tom in that month of May, and that's it. And if yeah. you don't know your equipment and you miss that opportunity, you're going to be pretty bummed out. So I, I treat all my hunting equipment exactly like I do my competition stuff. I don't ever go into the woods without knowing exactly where my zero is and what everything's uh, ready to do. Yeah. Well, we're just about out of time. That was great advice. You know, knowing point of aim and point of impact, no matter what site you have, is really, really critical. Well, look, with uh, limited travel, what's your filming season looking like? Well, uh, uh, that's a great question, and it's it's kind of scary for me, to be quite honest, because at this point in the season, I'd probably have four or five competitions already in the can. I've got a few hunts from the fall, so I'm going to have to kind of change it up this summer and uh, probably do some more uh, teaching segments and some recap of some stuff to be ready to have Doug Canning's championship season with all new episodes starting in July on the Pursuit Channel. And, uh, you know, it's a different time, a different era. And, uh, you know, everybody's adjusting. So it's crazy. Yeah. How can they find uh, your TV show? Well, they can look on uh, the Pursuit channel. And they, we've also got Pursuit uh, up, and which you can find on Pursuit.com. And it's uh, you, can, you can watch on a lot of different devices, Roku and your smartphone. And the other thing, I just got an email yesterday. If you've got a smart TV, the Pursuit channel is on that under the, the app section. It's free. So you can watch all of Pursuit's programming absolutely free uh, if you've got a smart television. So it's pretty awesome. Pretty exciting news. All right. Ten seconds of final thought here before we close out. Get out. Uh, enjoy the outdoors. It's the best place to be during this uh, crazy time. Yep. We've got a lot of, to talk about. Got to have you back. want to talk about chamber view and precision rifle shooting and so much more. Well, Doug, thanks for being with us today. Your leadership, the example that you've set as an ethical and a responsible shooter. Congratulations on all your achievements and uh, good luck. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up right here in Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. I'm Rob Keck on behalf of Bass Pro Shops, where your adventure always starts right here. Thanks for answering the call. That call to conservation and preserving a rich hunting, fishing, and trapping heritage. We'll see you next week. This has been Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. Talking all things outdoors. Brought to you by Bass Pro Shops, your outdoor leader. Join us next Saturday and every Saturday for more special guests and unique locations. 